Good evening, everybody. Hallelujah. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. So, uh, I got some things on my heart that I believe will, uh, will help us. Uh, God is faithful. And, and uh, he said, uh, all things are possible if thou canst believe. Amen. And the, the, the deal with that is, you have to believe. It's not all things are possible if Pastor Misty can believe. It's all things are possible if you can believe. So you have to renew your mind. And faith comes. Faith is developed. God has dealt to each man the measure of faith. But you must develop your measure of faith. Amen. So that whatever God says, then you, then you believe it. Amen. Uh, without wavering. If God says I'm healed, but I have severe symptoms, and the doctor said I have such and such, well, if 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 I believe it, God says I'm healed, then I say I'm healed. I believe I'm healed. Amen. And faith will cause the manifestation to come, will cause the power of God to work. Amen. He he uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. Amen. And, and faith calls the things that be not as though they were. And uh, when we begin to call for healing, in the natural there may be sickness, but when we begin to speak God's word of healing, uh, then that healing overrides that sickness. And, and uh, he's given us authority as believers. Yes. And we've got to learn and understand these things. You know, he said uh, in Hebrews 6, one of the first scriptures I got a hold of, uh, and this is important. See, some people say, well, I don't know much about the Bible, so, so you know, that's not that important to me. Oh, oh, it could be so important to you. It should be so important to you. And matter of fact, Hosea said, my people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge because they didn't know. And so we should love the Word of God, and we should learn, uh, love knowledge of the Word of God, rightly divided. Amen. Uh, with the Spirit of God moving and working, you know, Dr. Dufresne, you know, had coined uh, the, the terminology, uh, Word and Spirit churches. Word and Spirit churches. We love the Word, we study the Word, because there's no faith without it. But then we have the Spirit, we believe in the power of God. You know, uh, uh, the Bible says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And, uh, uh, and I think we read it recently, maybe Sunday, uh, in, in Acts chapter 5, uh, that God wrought special miracles at the hands of the disciples, and great fear fell upon all the people. Yeah. Amen. And some of the people wouldn't even get around them. Right. But the Lord added daily those who are being saved. Uh, you know, we've got the tendency, we want to be cool with everybody. You know, th th that's the mindset of people. We want to fit in. We don't want to be critiqued. And right now, I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but if you ain't what they want you to be, you're critiqued. It's cancel culture for real. For they'll, they'll cancel you out and just ignore you. Amen. I don't, you know, I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but the media is acting like 
there never even were any questions about where all those votes came from. And why Donald Trump thought that that election was stolen from him, we don't know. Like there was never any evidence, like a, like a Hunter Biden's laptop, you know, what happened to it? Amen, you know, the, this, you know they st stick their head in their sand and hide from anything. And, you know, that's the way the devil uh, wants to operate and, 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 and make us bow to them. Well, listen, I'm washed in the blood of Jesus, born again, saved to the bone. Amen. Hallelujah. Love God with all my heart. I love God and I hate sin. Right's right, wrong's wrong. Call me old-fashioned if you want to, but the Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of his word will ever pass away. Now listen, we're not living in the 1800s. We're living in the modern day with modern technology. Uh, thank God we have modern technology. We're coming to you right now. Uh, some of you through live stream. Amen. That's amazing technology. They, they, they didn't have that a few years ago. Amen. But we got it now. Amen. But the message is the same. Jesus is the same. And, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you is the same. Amen. Now, some people are scared about that. They get nervous about that. But they love vampire movies and, and zombie movies and uh, chainsaw, you know, slash them up movies. But they're afraid of that Holy Ghost. You know, church is supposed to be like a funeral, uh, real dignified, quiet, and proper. And the, the Bible says the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Matter of fact, it said it's joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. Full of glory. Hallelujah. It says, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Amen. Hallelujah. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Let everything that hath breath breath praise the lord it says praise him with the timbrel and dance hallelujah hallelujah glory to god praise him on the loud cymbals you know amen hallelujah glory hallelujah be clamorously foolish that's what praise the hebrew word for praise is to be clamorously foolish but well, we miss that note in the modern church and and uh we don't care if they put a performance on on stage, but just don't get out here, turn the lights down low on us out here in the crowd because we don't want nobody to see if the preacher gets on our toes or not by the face we make. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, God sees, and that's all that really matters. Amen. That's all we have to do with. Amen. And you need to learn to deal with Him, and you can't hide from Him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What serious times. Amen, and, and we got to be serious about the things of God, not ashamed of the gospel. And we got to get bolder. Darkness and wickedness keeps getting bolder, and we've got to stand up. We can't keep backing up into a corner. We're going to run out of a uh, corner to back up into. Amen. Hallelujah. The righteous shall be bold as a lion. Glory to God. Uh, let's look at John's gospel, chapter 16. John's Gospel, chapter 16. I got a few things on my heart here, and maybe we'll have a little bit of time to pray. Glory to God, because uh, uh, one of the purposes, main purpose of the Holy Spirit is, is, is to help us to pray. Amen. And uh, we're, 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 we're believing God to come up higher in prayer that, that a lot of the saints, there have been polls years ago, uh, you know, a couple, maybe a decade ago, uh, about asking Christians, even spirit-filled Christians, supposed to be Pentecostals uh, or have a Pentecostal background, how much they prayed. And it was shameful how little the people of God prayed and even preachers. 
Amen. Well, we got to do better than that. And, and, and thank God for the mercy of God. And Lord, help us yes. uh, come out of this. But prayerlessness is powerlessness. Yes. Did I say that right? Yes. Prayerlessness is power. You can go through form of godliness and deny the power if you want to. Amen. But Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if the power of God is promised and belongs to us, then I want the power. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're all called to pray. It said in, in, in the book of Acts, it said, And the preachers shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon them. And they, the preachers, will be my witnesses. No, it said everybody will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon them. And everybody will be witnesses of this gospel. Amen. So what the Bible says. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. I love you, and I know you love the truth. Sometimes you've got to say ouch. Amen. But he'll help us. Amen. John chapter 16, verse 1. These things I have spoken to you uh, that you should not be made to stumble. So he's trying to, he's, I'm telling y'all something so you don't get in trouble, so you don't mess up, so you don't make a mistake. Amen? They will put you out of, out of the synagogues. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God service. And these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father nor me. Well, who's going to put somebody out of the church but church people? And he said, the reason they're putting you out of the church is because they don't know the Father and they don't know me. Right. We've got a, we've got a, a, if we have a revival of anything, it's religion right. and traditions of men. Amen. And they'll put you out for being filled with the Holy Ghost quick. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Doesn't mean that it's right. Hallelujah. These things they will do to you because they have not known the Father nor me, but these things I have told you that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of them. So when the going gets tough, we know the Lord gave us warnings about times like these. Amen. We can't, we can't, we can't be asleep at the wheel. We've got to be prepared and watch and pray. And these things I did not say to you at the beginning because I was with you, but now I go away to him that sent me, and none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. So we know the helper is the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said, I got to go, but the Holy Ghost is going to come. And he's been here ever since Jesus went. Amen. So we know we're word and spirit is, 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 you know, in honor of Dr. Dufresne and in honor of the truth. That's just great terminology. Uh, uh, we all know that the Holy Ghost is, is extremely powerful. Amen. Uh, you receive power after the Holy Ghost has come on you. That word is dunamis. It's the same Greek root word as dynamite. It's powerful. The Holy Spirit is powerful. But he's also a gentleman. He's not pushing stuff on people. He's not pushing stuff on people. We, we've got to hunger and thirst for him and make the proper invitation. Amen. And humble yourselves and surrender yourself and yield to him. And he's not holding you at gunpoint. He's not chasing you down. Amen. 
Hallelujah. He's given the word, putting the word out there and maybe wooing you by his spirit and influences. Amen. But he's a gentleman. Hallelujah. He comes to do work where he's acknowledged, recognized, and invited. Amen. You ought to make it a part of every day. Lord, I want your power in my life. I need you more and more and more. Hallelujah. And the moment that anybody opens the door to the Holy Ghost, he comes in and he, he, the Holy Ghost, this is how the Holy Ghost works because there's some people uh, that think there's, use the gifts or some, something resembling the gifts to bring glory and honor to them. To, to make people think, wow, I'm all that in a bag of chips. But you're, you're not all that in a bag of chips. They're the gifts of the Spirit. Not, it's not you. Yeah. Amen. And, and the real Holy Ghost, He glorifies Jesus. When the real Holy Ghost shows up, He glorifies Jesus. Amen. So if what you're doing is not glorifying Jesus, if it's glorifying yourself, drawing attention to yourself, then we might have uh, ulterior motives. I remember, remember Gospel Bill. Uh, the Gospel Bill television shows in Nicodemus and uh, you know he was like like Festus on Gospel Bill and uh, he sang though Nicodemus could sing and uh, he'd always have a song he could really sing actually Ken Blount's his name he can really sing still and uh, made lots of, you know made several recordings and stuff and still spirit filled minister but he would sing on the show I hear the Holy Ghost talking and he's lifting up Jesus. I hear the Holy Ghost talking and he's lifting up Jesus. And he's lifting me too. So the Holy Ghost, when he comes, amen, he's going to glorify Jesus. That's how you know uh, people who are really filled with the Spirit, if you'll notice. I mean, people who spend time, so much time caught up in the things of God that they don't care what you say. They don't care about being politically correct. They don't care if you uh, cancel culture them or not. You'll hear them. You'll, you'll, if you get around them, they'll say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, all the time. Amen. It just, it just comes out. You can't. Then you can tell somebody's really filled with God. Not somebody who never says nothing. And then when he gets in front of a crowd, he says, oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> no. Amen. You know, you, you, it, it, you're the same all the time if you're filled. Amen. That's what comes out. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the, in, the minute anyone opens the door to the Holy Ghost, he magnifies Jesus. And he'll magnify Jesus in you too. I hear the Holy Ghost talking. And he's lifting up Jesus. Hallelujah. So Smith Wigglesworth, uh, first thing I did when I got uh, rededicated and got filled with the Holy Ghost, I went to the Bible bookstore in, uh, in Russell Springs. And the... Uh, uh, Dear old man and his wife, I, I believe her name was Glenn, and a and, uh, woman named Glenn. But they were just sweet people, and they loved us. And, you know, uh, Tiffany was just a little, uh, little thing like Avery. And, and uh, they just loved her, and she loved them. But now I got, I got to talking to her, and she knew something about spirit-filled folk. Now, she wouldn't let on like that if the, church, if the store was full of Methodist folk. She was dignified and proper, and she would show them what they were looking for. But when I came in, she had a, is, is almost like the bad section at the old movie store. <laughs> Amen. 
But she had a section she didn't let everybody into. You know, they even got that section in the, in the, in the Baptist bookstore that they used to have at the mall. There was a small section that had spirit-filled, charismatic-type books. And the only reason they sold them is because they were in business. And they, that little section sold more than a, a whole lot more than the, all the dignified section did. Amen. But So she would take me back there to that spirit-filled section. And she would hook me up. Amen. And the first time I ever went, I came home with a book from Smith Wigglesworth. Amen. And that was Gunpowder Soup. Ever Increasing Faith by Smith, Smith Wigglesworth. And every chapter was really like a sermon somebody had transcribed. And every one of them had uh, testimonies at the end. And, you know, for years, off and on, I would use that as a devotion. And I'd read one of those chapters every day. And so there's like 13, 14 chapters, so I'd go through that over and over and over again because I, was fa I wanted to believe God. Yes. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. He that comes to God must believe that He is, and He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's what I want to do. So Smith Wigglesworth said uh, that with the power of the Holy Ghost, He was a thousand times bigger on the inside than on the outside. Hallelujah. We need that. It's available to us. We can have that. He is the greater one. Now, Ephesians 3, uh, verse 14, you can read here with me for a minute. Uh, Paul said, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man. Glory to God that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit. And that sounds powerful to me, y'all. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the height or what is the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. I love the epistles and I love Ephesians about the best of them all just a little bit more. They're all good. Amen. But this is who we are. This, this applies to us today. Amen. Now listen to me. And, and I got, I'm, I'm, I'm growing in my revelation, but, but I, I realize this. If I believe God, I believe what he says. Yes. Amen. I take him at his word. Just like, for instance, uh, I said it a while ago, Brother Harmon, he was a good earthly father. He provided for us. He... he he showed us what a real man was. He was the head of the household. He served his country. He worked hard. He always provided for us. He disciplined his children. We weren't running wild. He didn't have to worry about us going to Walmart and, and, and screaming and hollering and embarrassing him. I don't know if you would have survived, but you sure wouldn't have never done it again. Amen. You know, he was, and, and we, you know, I realized that he was a great dad, but one thing, he was, he was a man of integrity, and his word was his bond. He was old school, like everybody used to be old school. Amen. And I got in trouble for lying when I was like in the third grade, third or fourth grade, because I hated long division, 
but I love baseball. And, and I had some books I found in the library by a certain author about baseball. And I loved those books so much, and we'd be sitting in class, and when everybody else was doing long division, I'd have my book opened up inside my math book, and I was caught up in baseball. Amen. And I mean, I was dreaming it. I was living the dream. It was so real to me. And, and uh, you know, I looked those books up. I think the, uh, Matt Christopher was the author's name. And, uh, oh, they were good. Right, they were just right on my level. But I kept getting worse and worse grades, and it become time to turn your homework in, and I'd just scribble some stuff down. And uh, she said, uh, she'd grade it, and she said, I want you to take this home and have your parents sign it. And uh, she did that for a couple months. I mean, she was as lenient as she knew how to be with me. Uh, but I would say, you know, the dog ate it, or the dog got it, or I lost it. <laughs> and then it finally come down to, if, 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 if you don't bring me this back signed by your dad, I never thought to forge it. I never thought to forge a signature. Thank God, I was too, I was too innocent at that age. Uh, but the day came, and I didn't have it. And so she said, after school, I'm going to call your dad. Well, he got off work early because he went in early, you know, early in the morning and started things uh, at the mess hall because he ran the mess hall. And uh, so he'd come home shortly after got cleaned up from lunch. And uh, so uh, I got home. I got out as quick as I could and uh, was trying to get away. And all of a sudden, I heard the back door open, and he screamed, Randall Lee Parnell. And I could tell, but I can't, I can't say it near as stern as he did. I knew I was in trouble, and I knew not to run or hide. And so I just came home and faced the music. And, you know, he told me how disappointed he was because I lied to him and didn't tell him the truth. That's what, that's what disappointed him, and that's why he whooped me and told me, uh, get, it, get this, Little League tryouts were about three or four days. And he said, you ain't going to get to play baseball. And I, I, th I thought I was dead from that more than the whipping. And, and then don't you know, right at the last minute, I didn't think I was going to get to play right at the last minute before tryouts, he said, come on, let's go. And I got to go try out and got to, got to make it and got to play. Amen. But he, he I'm, it's, uh, thank God, I just have a hard time with lying still. Yeah. Amen. So he, he is Mr. Honesty. And it would just be hard for me to not believe anything he said to me. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you know, if he said he was going to give me $5, I could count on having $5 or whatever it was. Amen. You know, even today, I can't imagine him not saying something that's not going to come to pass. Well, so we got to think about God like that. Who, who do you trust more than anybody else? Yes. That you know they would never let you down. Well, it ought to be God. And so if we have it written, if it's written... Heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of my word will ever pass away. So when you see those promises, you stand on those promises. So if he says, by, uh, by his stripes you were healed, then you say, no matter what I feel, no matter what I see, I'm healed. Amen. He said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will do it. If I've asked the Father, or if we ask according to Scripture, you know, we know what the Word of God says around here. We're learning the promises of God. So if we know we've exercised our authority, then it doesn't matter what it looks like. All that matters is what he said. 
and that we believe it. Doesn't matter that I believe it. It doesn't matter that Kenneth Copeland believes it or Dr. Jacobs. You got to believe it. And that's why we teach to you and preach to you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And this is why it's so dangerous for lukewarm Christians and lukewarm preachers to say, well, God may say yes and He may say no or He may say wait. Those are lies from hell. They're not the Scriptures. Those are, those are excuses they dream up in seminary. Amen. Because the, but you know why? Because they have asked, and it didn't happen. But James answered that. He said, you have not because you ask not or because you ask amiss yes. that you might consume it on your, your lust. And the Greek word for amiss means sickly prayer or a prayer that's not according to the rules. Amen. You know, if I had a million dollars in the bank in my account, in my name, and I got Ricky's checkbook, and I went down there and tried to write me a check for half a million, with his check, they'd say, no, because he ain't got a half a million. Right. Amen? And that, that, that'd arrest me for forging a check. You know what I'm saying? There's a protocol. Can I borrow your debit card and go, go borrow, draw $300 out of my account? No. There's protocol. There's protocol in prayer. That's why he said he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Yes. Amen? And that's why it says we, we not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds that we may be able to, get, to prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Am I making sense to anybody? I'm trying to give you a, a simple 101 real deal. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. He didn't say without going to church and doing good deeds. And I know y'all are doing that. And, and, you know, if that's it, you got it made. But that's not what he said. He didn't say, you know, if you'll go to church every now and then and be pretty good. This is, the, this is the deal right now. Well, I'm trying my best to be a better person today than I was yesterday. That's the big thing right now. If somebody says that, you think, well, well, well they're a humdinger. Amen. That's not what he said pleased him. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. Without believing God. Amen. Without believing what God says is true. So we got to work on this. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. He wants us to believe because he wants you blessed. And this is how things come. Anything else is asking amiss. Amen. Andrew Womack, you know, you, you, you ought to watch him on TV. He's, uh, he's, on, uh, he's on Victory and he's on a lot of places. Amen. But he, he's got a book, A Better Way to Pray. Would do all of you just so much good. Amen. Uh, to read that and understand that. And, and, and just take your Bible. Is what he's saying right? Well, I've always been told this. Well, check out and see if what you've always been told is in the Bible. Sometimes God says no. You know, there's, uh, there's country songs out there that says, I thank God for the times he said no when I pray. You know, I'm not, not exactly those words, but you get the drift. He said, because I was wanting to marry uh, Mary Lou, but Mary Lou wound up to be a floozy. <laughs> And I'm so glad she said no. I'm so glad she didn't agree to that. Or I'd have been in trouble. Oh, I thank God that God said no. <laughs> Amen. Uh, this I wasn't a prayer anyway. Amen. Help us, Jesus. I, I'm trying to help you. I really do love you. Amen. But this says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us glory to God amen this is the we're supposed to be powerful 
this, the, the, you know, there's a, they call it cessationalism, cessationist. And that means that all the miracles of signs and wonders ceased when the last apostle died. Amen. Big theology. Big theological error. Because if you rightly divide all the word of God, it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But see, that's a good way to explain away the miracles and the healings. And so then they spend a lot of time saying, well, faith healers are fake. And that doesn't happen. They're just deceiving people. And so they're turning good people that have needs away from the situations where they could get help. That's dangerous ground right now. Amen. When we're supposed to be on the same team and you got brothers stabbing brothers in the back and not knowing we're supposed to be helping each other. God have mercy on us all. And all the saints of God said, Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Uh, so uh, he's the same. He still answers prayer. Right here sitting on the front row is Misty. Amen. Uh, I can show the picture. We're going to have to do a little bit more justice about her testimony. Where she was and where she is today. Amen. Because uh, some of y'all don't remember. Some of y'all really just don't remember. Amen. And... and uh, but what, 90 pounds? Less than 90 pounds. When she came in here that night and was sitting right about there. Had a feeding tube in her stomach, not in her nose. In her stomach. They put it in permanently because that's how sick she was. Amen. That's where she got her nutrition. Amen. And, and uh, I even had a preacher friend uh, uh, that, that told me, he said, you know, it, 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 it might come back on her. He wasn't spirit-filled. He was a cessationalist. Cessationist. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. He didn't believe in this stuff. He said, well, maybe God could. But for somebody to say it's God's will, it wasn't going to happen. Amen. And he said, he said, now you better be careful. He said, you know, it, 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 it could come back. You know, don't want to see you get hurt. And I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. Amen. God ain't, God ain't hurting me. He's helping me. He's blessing me. And well, you ought to have seen her the last couple of weeks. Uh, if there's ever been a healed person, you know, uh, on weekends after she's worked all week, she's digging holes and not in soft ground, not in sand, but in dirt that's more than half rock. She dug out a rock this big, bigger than a cement block. You know how big a full cement block is, eight-inch cement block? It's bigger than a cement block. She dug that out of the ground to make a hole to put a plant in. And the whole hillside, and she's covered, well, you know, uh, about that much right there. About the, the third of the sink, third of that. And she's covered it with mulch and filled it with plants. And she did finally buy her a drill bit to go in the cordless drill to get in there and dig a little bit of hole. And then she'd get and dig and... And uh, she'd take a break every now and get a drink of water and just singing praises to God and, and just so happy. And, and, and I said, well, I'd go out every now and then check on her, you know. <laughs> see if she's still, see if she's all right. Praise God. She's healed. Yes. Amen. And it's been, what, five years? Five years next month. Five years next month. Amen. So it, it hadn't ceased. No. Miracles hadn't ceased. God hasn't stopped it. And, and there's no respect of persons. 
But what she did, she did the word. She fed on that word till she believed she could take him at the word. She said, if the woman with the issue of blood can do it, then I can do it. Amen. The woman, because the woman with the issue of blood, she said within herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, then I'll be whole. And so she believed that so much that she fought through that crowd and touched the hem of his garment. Amen. Well, hallelujah. So Paul is praying here uh, to be strengthened mightily according to the riches of God's glory in the inner man. Amen. And, uh, you know, the people who worship Buddha and the people who worship Mohammed and all the other false gods, uh, they can't say God lives inside them. And if they did, it would be a lie because there's only one God. But our God lives inside of us. Amen. He lives in me and he lives in you. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit's not far from, from the believer. Amen. He's on the inside of us. Amen. And if we'll yield to him and acknowledge him, his purpose is to supply strength to us. He's a comforter, a helper, paraclete. He will help us in the areas where we're weak. If we'll yield to him, he will help us pray. T.L. Osborne, a great man of God, had lots of miracles once he finally figured it out. He went overseas one time and nothing happened. And he almost quit the ministry. He was so brokenhearted. But he ran into some people who really knew God and who really showed him, you've got to believe no matter what you think, no matter what you feel, no matter what you see, you can't have it up here. You've got to have it down here in your heart. Yes. Amen. And he said, he said, the Christian can say what no other religion can say. My God lives in me. Yes. Amen. Yes. Your God lives in you, not just in Brother Copeland. Amen. Amen. He lives in you. Praise God. Amen. Uh, and you need to say that and you need to thank that. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's the comforter. The comforter has come. Amen. And, and, you know, that's not a big fluffy blanket that you put on top of your bed. Amen. No, he's, he's, he's whatever you need. Amen. The Greek word is, is parakletos. Amen. And uh, uh, one Bible scholar said the function of the Holy Spirit is to fill a man with the spirit of power and courage which could make him, uh, which would make him triumphantly cope with life. Amen. The Holy Ghost makes us winners. The Holy Ghost, he, he's, he, 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 he's a comforter, he's a challenger, he's a strengthener. Amen. H have you ever seen uh, uh, well, I don't know so much as, as uh, uh, but, a, but a movie where the team was losing bad at halftime. You know, I've seen games this way where they're losing bad at halftime. And, and uh, then they go in at halftime and they come out and they're a whole different team. Amen. And all of a sudden, momentum goes their way. And instead of not being able to do anything right, they can't do anything wrong. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yes. You know, you can call it a pep talk or uh, uh, whatever you want. Amen. But the Holy Ghost will do that to you. If you acknowledge Him, you may look like, hmm, 
this is rough, amen, but you get to talking to him and listening to him, and all of a sudden you realize, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, it wasn't at, it wasn't at halftime, but it was at, it, before the game. Uh, uh, Coach Reeves' Liberty squad uh, had an undefeated regular season, and they came to play. We're talking about Liberty University. This is like just the maybe third year they've been Division One. You know, less than five years they've been Division One. They go to the Kentucky Wildcats to play at Kentucky. And Kentucky got a six four girl, and everybody's bigger than just about anybody on on uh, Liberty. And Coach asked me to do the devotion before the game. So I gave him a little pep talk. I'm, now, I'm not the Holy Ghost, but the Holy Ghost met us there. Amen, and he helped us. And I talked about what Paul said, being mere men. And I said, we're not just mere men. I said, we're playing for God. We're playing for Liberty University. And you're not just mere women. You're anointed by God to win this game. And you can do all things. And I gave him about five minutes of heaven on earth. Amen. And don't you know, <laughs> hey, don't you know they went out there and, and played with them? And stayed right there. And at halftime, uh, that's when Ken Kentucky had Bernadette Lott and then Locke. And then a few years after that, she helped Rick Patino. She was a woman's coach. And you could see her, like, you know, up to halftime, she thought, no, this, they can't keep this up. They just can't keep this up. Well, I, now I wasn't in on the halftime. You know, coach probably gave him a pretty good speech of his own. But they came out, and they managed to stay within two or three points and then got up by three or four points with about five minutes to go. And every girl on that team couldn't miss foul shots. And then Kentucky started feeling pressure, and they, they'd try to foul them. And they just kept making their shots, kept making their foul shots. And they stayed up by five or six points until time ran out. And Bernadette's over like, what just happened? What just happened? And they won. They won at UK. Amen. Amen. And, and uh, only three other uh, women's teams have had undefeated regular seasons. And Rick is one of them. Now, as soon as we got the NCAA tournament, they had to play one of the other teams that had an undefeated season, and that was Tennessee that had, uh, I think, a couple of them are still playing in the WNBA that was on that team. <laughs> and they were good, and they were 6'3 and athletic and played like men. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we didn't win that one, but, we, but they showed up. You understand what I'm saying? The Holy Ghost will give you a pep talk. If you look to him, amen, let him encourage you. We don't, we got no business being down on the mount. We win. We're winners. We're winners. And listen, you got to start acting like a winner. Amen, you got to see yourself healed before you're going to get healed. You can't keep looking at what, what you see. You got to start looking at what the Word of God says. Amen, you can't see yourself not successful financially. It don't matter what everything else looks like. It don't matter what they're doing in Washington, D.C. God's going to take care of his, amen. And if, if, if he said, given, it shall be given unto you, amen, then you better believe it's going to be given unto you. Amen, hallelujah. You just got to take him at his word, amen. And so the, 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 one of the main things the Holy Ghost does is he helps us pray, amen. And, and uh, you know, Jesus took him to go pray, and he said, uh, come back and they was asleep, and he said, could you not tarry with me one hour? And he would leave him and go off in the garden to pray, and he'd come back and sleep. Amen. He said, could you not even tarry with me one hour? Amen. Now, according to the poll that I read, there's not much, many people praying much more than 10 or 15 minutes a day. Very, very few. Very few. Amen. Hallelujah. 
But how, how, and, and then most people, if we pray like we're taught, God bless mommy, God bless daddy, uh, God bless Rover and kitty cat and uh, grandma and grandpa and my teacher, bless her. And you name everybody you know, and it's been two and a half minutes. And you've done listed everything that you know. So how do you pray without ceasing? How do you pray? You pray in the Spirit. The Holy Ghost helps us pray. Amen. And you need to develop that. Dr. Jacobs has been telling us for decades, pray in tongues more than you think you can. And the devil tell you, it ain't doing no good. It ain't doing no good. It ain't doing you no good. He's a liar and the father of lies. And the reason he's telling you that is because that's building you up on the inside. And that's helping you when you don't have enough sense to help yourself. Amen. Just stay with it. Just stay with it and train yourself. Amen. And worship him and praise him. Glory to God. Let's, let's pray a few minutes. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come boldly before your throne tonight. We're thankful that you're alive. Uh, you're real. You, you've risen from the dead. Amen. Hallelujah. And you're seated at the right hand of the Father, ever living to make intercession for us. Praise God. And you went away, so you sent us the Holy Ghost. And he lives inside of us. And he helps us in every way. And he helps us to pray. And he encourages us. Glory to God. Lord, we give you praise. Glory to God. You know, the, Paul said, I'll pray with the Spirit and I'll pray with my understanding. Amen. And then one place he says, your spirit prays, but your understanding's unfruitful. So praying in the Spirit's different than the nine spiritual gifts of the Spirit. The gifts of the Spirit, speaking in tongues, uh, should be interpreted. But you can pray in the Spirit. It just comes from your Spirit. You just yield to the Holy Ghost. When you do that, it means you're not praying out of your head. You're praying out of your Spirit. Amen. And sometimes you know, sometimes you don't. But see, you could say, I'm going to pray in the Spirit. I'm going to pray for my country. Lord, I don't know what needs to happen in our country, but, Lord, we need revival. We need something to happen. And, God, help the people that you're using to move in this nation in the name of Jesus. And then you pray in tongues about that. Or you may have children in situations that, that you don't know what's best for them, but God does. And so you pray in the Spirit. You may have situations you encounter in yourself. You don't know what the best move is, but as you pray in the Spirit, amen, then the Holy Ghost prays the perfect will of God. Amen. Uh, uh, and so it's real, and it's vital. Lord, we just thank you that your word is alive and powerful and sharper than needing two-edged sword, and we're doers of the word. I thank you that you're raising up a people in this land, children of God, amen, hallelujah, that will seek your face in the name of Jesus and believe you for your will to be done on this great planet and in this great country. Lord, we give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory, and all God's children said, amen. And amen. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Hallelujah. Thanks for coming, everybody.